Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. Race fans, welcome back to Pit Row. It's your boy, Ralph. We're going to talk about the race cause, specifically NASCAR Sprint's Cup Series. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Sometimes we take vacations around here. Florida was lovely. I did get to pass by Daytona. Still haven't gone to a race there, guys, but it was cool being in Daytona, passing by the track, feeling that nostalgia, um, just even going by, seeing whatever event they had going on. But it was cool. Even though we didn't have a podcast last week, I still had the racing on my mind. And, of course, I watched Richmond. So we're going to talk about Richmond before we had the Bristol with a little small preview this week. And before we do any of that, let's just take care of the heavy lifting. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you've been listening, really appreciate you. We're talking NASCAR. We're talking Sprint Cup Series. We sometimes will talk about DraftKings picks too. Um, play that, try to win a little couple of bucks there. This is Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment's Pit Row. Tiger Bomb has other podcasts. We, what we do is follow a process. We went at football, we went at baseball, hot to, hot to the year to start baseball. I got to get you guys a pot on that soon. But the hope here is that we're going to learn Sprint Cup Series racing together. Learn how to habitually win like we do in those other sports together. Those other fantasy sports, we've got it. We've been at this a while. We understand how to be better than most people. Not to be the best. I'm not selling you pipe dreams. I'm just saying we know how to be better than most people, right? And so that's what we're trying to figure out week over week here with the NASCAR. So we're going to learn and grow together, take this love of racing, and build that thing up, baby. A couple of places where you can find us, www.tigerbombsae.com. That is where you can listen to this podcast. You can also watch pit row there as well youtube you can watch it there as well directly you can search for tiger bomb sports audio entertainment if you subscribe to the page you'll get those you know those notifications when the new video is out so pit row video comes out you'll be ready catch these things usually on fridays um but as a word to the wise you do want to be thinking about you know reviewing practicing and qualifying especially on saturdays because that's going to tell us Going into Sunday's race, like who looks the fastest, which, you know, cars, which makes look the fastest, you know, in terms of manufacturer. So some stuff to think about, even though we do this on Friday, usually. All right. That's the website. Um, That's pretty much it, guys. You can find us. I mean, you know, Twitter at the at Tiger Bomb, excuse me, at. What is it? I don't even remember what the what the Twitter handle is. I think it's at Tiger Bomb SAE. Yeah, there you go. Tiger Bomb SAE. Um, sorry, it's been a long week, guys, especially with the traveling back and forth from Cali to Florida and back. Jet lag. So I do apologize. But yes, www.tigerbombsae.com. You can listen to this there. Tiger Bomb Sports and Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment.com. Sorry, having a rough go of it. Let's just get to the racing. Why don't we do that? You guys will figure it out and in the links or whatever. All right. So, the, the Toyota Owners 400 in Richmond, Virginia. The interesting thing about this race, guys, is there was no practice, no qualifying because of track conditions. And so, uh, these guys really tested it out on race day during the race for the first time, really. I think that's pretty interesting to see these teams 
feel out their strategy in real time based on what's going on. And, and we get to watch them dissect it live, right? So maybe sometimes you don't catch practice or qualifying. You don't get to see that. We get the finished result by Sunday. But this week, we kind of got to see it live. So we go green with Alex Bowman inside and Kyle Busch outside starting up front. Logano forcing a three wide early in the pack. We would see him on restart, especially early. Keep doing this to try to move up and gain some space. Um, but early on, we've got Bowman, Kyle Busch, Byron, Chastain in the corner hard, bumping early with some people. There was some friction early on those bumpers. But this all helps Reddick to catch up. Byron able to challenge from the outside line, and he takes the lead. We get the con- competition caution at lap 30. These are fast laps around Richmond. And this is the first time the cars, uh, as I said, have been on the track. So really uh, kind of bring it in and tell us what you hear, you know, tell us what you see, what's going on out there. So everybody pits. Hamlin gets caught speeding off pit row, so he has to start in the back. This is really the, you know, the letter of his day is these little small imperfections uh, really serving themselves to keep him just on the outside of winning this thing all day long, really, from the beginning here. Stenhouse's 47 has to go behind the wall. He got into the wall early. Tough break for him. They've been running well recently. We restart now, 33 to go in stage one. So the order's Chastain, Reddick, Byron up front. Then we get a caution off turn one. JJ Yelly damage. The 11 moved him on purpose. Don't even know. So, like I said, there was a lot going on with Hamlin um, in Richmond. I'm not sure why why he did that to Yelly. I'm not sure maybe some retaliation for something that happened before, but I couldn't tell you it wasn't anything that I saw, not this race. Sometimes it could have been something from before, a few weeks before or something, who knows? Uh, but anyways, on the restart, Larson rides the very inside to sneak past Chastain. So now you get Byron, Larson, Chastain up front, and then Byron ends up taking stage one. So as we go green again for stage two, we get the order of Byron, Larson, Chastain, Harvick. Josh Berry spun around in the nine right by the start finish. Little tap from Blaney. I mean, these guys are pushing and shoving. The track is so small. The track space is so small. Blaney was racing his way back to the front after he got caught with the penalty uh, for speeding on pit road. So everybody is into the pit now uh, based on a caution. And then... We go green with Byron, Larson, Chastain, Bowman. You see the theme up front. Chris Boucher does a green flag pit, and then he starts flying around after that. A little bit of traffic as the leaders run into the tail end of the lead lap. That also helps him. But Larson out front now, he finally loses it just a bit. Just a bit, and Byron takes the lead. 31 to go in the stage. So the order becomes Byron Bell, Larson, Truex. Now, the lap traffic is making a huge difference here. And Bell and Byron are flying through and passing each other back and forth. Really cool racing, like, you know, like video game things, Days of Thunder type movie stuff. Um, the order becomes Bell, Byron, Hamlin, Truex now. Then Hamlin is able to make his way up front and take stage two. So big stage victory for them. This will be the highlight of their day if you didn't see. But we go green for the last stage, and we get Hamlin, Byron, Truex, Bell up front. Logano and Kyle Busch bumping and tapping. Logano three wide again on the restarts. He's just looking for some edge on these restarts. All day he's been doing this and just like a gnat swarming and bothering everybody else. Lap 290, we see the first green flag pits in that in this stage. 
So we're cycling through. Hamlin has a bad pit, and they lose the lead to Truex. They had so much trouble on uh, pit road all race, you guys, all race. So turn two, big oof. We get Gregson into the wall. Caution on lap 305, so 95 to go. He got loose. He was just high and up. He just got high up and into the wall. It was a single-car incident. But this ends up helping Hamlin gain um, some time on pit road if they could have a better pit than, you know, without the mistakes because they've been fastest by the latter of that day. But the mistakes have been holding them back. So this is a chance to catch up. Bell and Bowman shoving on pit road. I mean, pit road is busy. There's a lot going on. We get back to green green flag racing, excuse me, and Hamlin has only gained a spot, basically, due to his efforts. Um, And then so we go green flag with Truex, Byron, Bowen, Larson up front. Hendrick cars have just been dominating all day, as you hear off these restarts. And the Gibbs cars have stuck around based to the long – every time we get the long runs, you see the Gibbs cars move up. So they really, you know, began – like Bell, these guys are hoping for the longer stretches. 80 to go now, 62 to go now. Not much is changing. We're sailing along. Probably one more stop, but it's just down to when and who goes when and where and all that sort of a strategy. The Toyotas have led more laps at this point in the Richmond race than in the first six races of the season combined. This has been their coming out party. That's going to be the story of Richmond is the day the Toyotas in 2023 woke up to life in, in the Sprint Cup series. And so, that's what you can remember this for. Something to think about moving forward as we reflect on this race for future races. A uh, <clears throat> little action in pit road with 52 to go now. Four or five cars coming in. Pitting now means you'll get lapped, but you can make it up on fresh tires. You know, uh, the leaders start coming down pit road eventually. So McDowell and Gillen, this is interesting. Both front row cars stay out as long as they can with Barry, Josh Barry in the nine as well. So these three stretch it. Byron Truex and Larson eventually go in, but then they start chasing these guys down. So these guys are in the front. These guys are chasing them down, Byron Truex and Larson. So 40 to go. Gilliland now eating up. Byron chasing McDowell down now. 36 to go. So the order goes Barry, McDowell, Byron, Truex, Larson. 32 to go. They catch McDowell and Barry spit and spit him out too. Um, So now you get Byron, Truex, Larson now. Truex racing Byron well, but Reddick on turn two. Uh, caution, the 45 just got loose. No sticker tires left for Truex. So that's going to play into the restart now after this caution because they're on tires that have had, I think, six laps on them at that point is what they had left. But Barry, Gillian, McDowell, these guys get a break here. Um, after pitting but holding high positions and not seating uh, too, too much. So they stayed out for as long as they could, and it worked out in their favor. So Hamlin, again, too fast exiting pit row. And that's really – that was the end of it for him. Just so, so many mistakes, as I said, on the day where Jordan was there too, watching these races uh, in the pit box. Larson and Barry out front on the restart. Chastain tries to go down low and get sealed. The 24 spun around. We get the caution out again. Bell was trying to deal with Chastain, and that adjustment sent him into the 24, who is coming down a little, so into the middle. So hence the caution. 14 to go on the restart. Larson and Barry now. Good start by Barry. Chastain by Truex because of those tires on Truex. 
bumping all around now between everybody up front. 11 to go. Larson running away from Barry now. Bell is surging. He's fourth, but not really going to have enough time to move up uh, past maybe third if possible. And then Truex trying so hard to bring it in at least top 10. He's bumping up and down a lot, though, in that car. He's trying to keep her steady. Four to go now. Barry's driving his butt off, trying to maybe win a race here. Barry's second. Uh, and then we get the checker flag, and Larson wins it. So Barry does finish second. Uh, one, two for Hendrick. Great day for them. Larson wins. Barry finished second. Barry drove his butt off. That was a great job by this guy. We know the adversity the nine team has faced. They don't have Elliott. He's still out, obviously. Great day for the young man uh, having a fin- his best day in the Cup Series race by far. Great day. McDowell should be proud of his sixth. I, you know, him and Gilliland, I think those guys, the front front row showed me something. Those dudes showed up and had a great strategy once they looked at where they were at the end of that race and made a great decision. I think both cars played it well. It's That track doesn't lend itself to teamwork or whatever, but so there's not really much they could be gained from helping each other. But similar strategies is why they were there. And just, man, fantastic. I'm just so – that's the, like the story is the Toyotas came alive, but also front row, man, because front row is another two-man team. We've seen track house dominated certain stretches. So I'm all for let's show the big boys that y'all can play too. So very much like that. Chastain finishes third. Speaking of track house, Bell fourth. Holds on for a respectable finish. Dude's dominating. He's in line for, for a championship. Dude's dominating. Another uh, bad day for Bubba at the office. Bubba Wallace is going to have to get some confidence and get it together. I think everybody would tell you that at this point. But that was really that race. And so, you know, so much bumping and grinding. And, you know, you can expect even more of it as we go into the Food City Dirt Race at Bristol Motor Speedway coming up this Sunday, this Easter Sunday. Got to love a nice Easter dinner and a good, clean or good dirty NASCAR race. Good dirt race, if you will. Bristol, Tennessee, 0.53 miles. So half mile track. Cup purse, 7.8 mil, ladies and gentlemen. Race distance, 250 laps, 125 and a half miles. Stages are going to be done at 75 and 50. Race caps at 250, as I said. Listen, not going to pretend like I have some, oh, I know this and I know that. Anybody who's selling you that they know exactly who's going to win this or whatever, don't buy that. Don't buy that bridge in Brooklyn. It's not for sale. Larstain. Larstain. That's funny. Larstain. I got to make that my Twitter handle now. Larson, Chase Briscoe, Christopher Bell, Bowman, Ricky Stenhouse. These are the guys and a few others that are being looked at as uh, the favorites, you know, guys who have a chance to win. They're even talking about Jonathan Davenport, professional dirt racer, who's going to give it a run this week. But the thing that we've got to remember, which I'm sure is also in a lot of people's minds, these two dirt races, the first one two years ago, Logo won it. And I believe it was Christopher Bell and Bowman fighting it out, wrecked each other with like 56 to go or something like that which gives him the go-ahead to go ahead and win that race. He's not known as a dirt racer, but he wins that. Then last year, Reddick and Briscoe, Reddick, uh, excuse me, um, Reddick and Briscoe went spinning on the final lap. So they, you know, wreck each other, racing hard. And again, they understand that that's what's going to happen. It's dirt racing, so there was no hard feelings, I don't think. But 
that lets Kyle Busch win. So what I'm saying is you can take a look at who's a good dirt racer, who's supposed to win on dirt tracks, et cetera, et cetera, but they actually have to get out there and race. They actually have to get out there and sling that mud. They actually have to get out there and do it. Um, and what we do know for sure is due to weather, there's not gonna, there's, they're not on the track on, on Friday. So we're running into a scenario where we're going to have less time, if any, before the race. So it should be interesting. another interesting week as well. You can play those favorites if you want to. But, guys, if you're playing DraftKings, stuff like that, mix it up. You know, these other names can certainly – like, it's anybody's ball game. Like, get creative with what you do. I don't think we have to do, you know, um, any lineups by, you know, teams or whatever. I don't think we need to do that. However, something to think about moving forward when we do talk about those team racing uh, tracks, I'm thinking like you could run like, you know, certain team lineups for cash games and then we could just pick whoever we want for the tournaments is what I'm thinking. I've been trying to decide how do we attack tournament games versus 50-50s or GPP or, you know, those ones that should be a little bit easier where it's like only, you know, if you bet in the half to feel you cash, but it's less money. Well, I'm thinking the way we mitigate risk there is by playing you know, all the Hendrick cars, all the Gibbs cars, whatever, makes the Gibbs in the, you know, track house or whatever, because these cars conceptually have similar kits, similar build outs, right? Like they're coming from the same company. So, and they're the same make and model, right? And so we're expecting that they would run similarly. So one does well, theoretically, they'd also do well, right? But driver difference, obviously, of course, but point being, those are the cash game ones. The tournaments, we can kind of take a little bit more of a chance. But when you go to small tracks, it doesn't matter. Small dirt track, really doesn't matter. So get fun with it. Have fun with it. If you celebrate Easter, enjoy if you celebrate Passover. Enjoy. I know it was yesterday. Um, still a weekend for certain religious folks. So have fun with that, you guys. Thank you for listening. We will be back. There's no vacation next week. We will be back next week. We'll talk about Bristol, and we'll keep it moving forward. Bless up, guys. Later. This has been Pit Row. If you'd enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment production.